Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looks like my computer wasn't picking up my microphone. It was picking up my VCR. That's very strange. Using it to uh, capture my parents' wedding video for a Christmas present. So. Oh, nice. That's a service I offer. Oh, yeah. Whenever anybody talks about a wedding video, I can't help but think of the Simpsons movie. Let's talk about movies. Huh. This is Kenny from my brain. If you want to talk movies, well, guess what? We on the same thing. You got to watch, 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 watch this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite films from the year 2022, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, but before we get into that, we do have some catching up to do. So, hey guys, it's been a while. Hey, I, I missed you both. Did you did you yes. miss me too? Is this weird? No, it's not weird. I okay, missed you good. guys. Good. I missed you too. I'm glad. Did you get some good Christmases? Tell me. Tell me all about it. My, my Christmas was good. I went to New Jersey um, and visited some family. And then just did nothing for the rest of the week. Actually, no, that's, that's a lie. I beat Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Rex back at 100%. <laughs> that was my project. Oh, that's hard. You got to speed on some of that. Not even, well, 2 doesn't have the 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 time trial ones. Oh, like, good. Okay. They don't count towards 100%. They, they are there. And I was like, I'm not doing that because the original game did not have the time trial relics. So Good. get them out, but I got yeah. all the crystals, all the gems. So uh, I've never been more proud of you. Yeah. That's nice. Right. <laughs> Ryan, how was your Christmas? So I can be incredulously excited about it. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was really not that exciting. It's fine. We, uh, Kristen and I spent Christmas with my mom and then mm-hmm. like the next week we went down to her parents um, we still have yet to have it with her sister and my brother-in-law. So. Is that happening later? At some point. Ha- hasn't been really planned out yet, but... Yeah. There's always next year. You still yeah. have a while. Yeah, I know. I know. We still have a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Devin, I, how about you? I continue to find weird products that have my name on them because Devin's a place here. So mm-hmm. uh, this year for Christmas, I was gifted... Devin toffee just <laughs> chewy bits of me guys gross that's why just think about it melts in your mouth is, not in your hand why is there a mini cooper on the front of that yeah you know i don't know i have no idea and and look there's there's it driving around london there's there's the big ben uh i guess it's the british heritage cars collection of Devin toffee so oh. so so Devin's an actual like like name brand like toffee. Oh and... no. So Devin's a place. Uh and this is 
this is so the way that they they call things here is it's not like a pudding it's a yorkshire pudding or it's not like a sausage it's like a lancashire sausage because it's like how they would have made that thing in the place so this is toffee like they would have made in the county devon okay so how is it oh it's wonderful guys i'm delicious i'm bringing some for you just you wait Uh. (laughs) i I would expect nothing less good but yeah, it's uh, been a few weeks since we've done this, so yeah. I'm sure we all have watched a lot of things. We have some of that pulled up, but uh, did you guys get to go to the movies at all over the last few weeks? Not even once. Did you? Yes. Tell me. I, I saw Avatar. Did we, t- we talked about this last time. We did, and you um, said it wasn't like being waterboarded with turquoise, which makes me yes. happy. Uh, <laughs> I... I watched Violent Night at Home, which I know what we're doing for Christmas next year. Um, Good. And I have another one that we'll talk about then. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think we should just get into what we watched because yeah. at the beginning of every show we like to talk about things that we've watched over the last week or so. Uh, in this case, a few weeks, things that we watched that weren't part of the show, but we just want to bring up to the guys and have a conversation about it and uh devin i believe i have you up first what did you watch i watched a show that critics called slow and depressing i tried to watch the first three times now and i've given up truly dreadful is that a real critic Um, is that a real critic or did you just pull that off of like a random blog i pulled it off of rotten tomatoes yeah, yeah, I was gonna okay. say not not a real critic uh, okay i was gonna say not the not 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 you looking at the mirror it was sure. <laughs> oh well, hold on let me switch uh so i watched a show called severance uh guys severance is phenomenal so the the conceit of severance is that your home life and your work life are literally separate people when you go to work you do not remember anything that happens at work until you're coming on the elevator back up from work conversely if you're essentially the work version of yourself, you never remember your home life and know nothing about your home life. All you know is that every single day you come to work and then you step off an elevator and you work, you step on an elevator and a second later you step back off the elevator back at work. And you don't know if you slept well, you don't know what your family life is like, all you know is that you are here to work or you are here to let somebody else work. This show is amazing i was absolutely hooked on the show i could not stop watching it i i need a season two right now i'm really mad about it somebody i think a real critic did call it a uh, a nine episode long trailer and eh, but also not really it just it left a lot open so first off have either of you seen severance or heard of it yes well, I I, no, I watched it all in the last week. Wow. Yeah, I I have not heard of it, but I have heard a Futurama joke that sounds like the the premise of the uh, that the writer heard was like, I want to make a show about this joke, and made Severance. Um, Listen, tell me, you got you uh, can't you can't leave it there, man. So one of the characters works at like a hospital thing and Mm -hmm. she was a security guard and her boss makes the joke that his wife doesn't even know that he has a job because he keeps his private life and his work life separate. 
yeah so it's that that's that i just i just have yeah. that playing in my head now um it, it also sounds like something that a company would want their people to do and experience and so mm-hmm. i'm not entirely sure how much i like this premise to be perfectly honest I'm real. hoping that's the whole like light of the show about how messed up that is. The show explores that a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into spoilers, but it reminds me of a, a bit of the like the mystery aspect of it reminds me a lot of Lost. Like it gives you mm. a little bit to go on, but leaves you hanging. Like there's a moment in the finale where like it reminded me of like the ending with the hatch, like what happens, like what happens now? Like yeah. what's next? And that's why I want season two. Um, so badly, but yeah, I, I said this to one of my coworkers, Apple TV has like, I, as much as I laughed at the concept of that, when they announced it, mm-hmm. they've really been hitting it out of the park when it comes to content that they're, they're making. Cause it's, severance and then ted lasso like are two of my favorite shows on yeah. television right now and like i'm i'm all they, like the the creators that they're rely like going to for this for this content like you've got jason sudeikis and bill lawrence for ted lasso but then you have ben stiller behind yeah. severance so it's very i'm excited to see what season two looks like so i'm gonna be honest i'm so worried about season two though because I'm so invested and the mysteries that they're setting up are so like interesting to me that I feel like any answer they give is going to be like, oh, okay, I guess so. In the chat, they're suggesting for all mankind. That's on my list too. I just haven't gotten around to that yet. Well, I don't know anything about that. Um, give me, give me a quick rundown. Uh, it has to do with, I, I, I need to look it up before I say something wrong. Um, for all mankind is, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it's a it's a space thing. It's what if um, the it's pretty much what if the Soviet Union got to the moon first. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So I need to give that a shot. That that might be next on my list actually. So thank you, Fresh News twenty four seven. I the love that screen a, name. The moon yeah. would just have a classic Adidas symbol stamped on it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it could use some spruce yeah. up. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. How much do you like the look of the moon now, Ryan? Well, Kristen and I were having this conversation about the whole like man on the moon, like like kind of like the face oh, on yeah. the moon, and how we were driving home one night, and I told her it's like I've never understood that reference because you know classic Hollywood always had like the smiling face on the moon that was always looked really creepy to me, and mm. she was like, yeah, no, well there is a face on the moon and I look at the moon and I see, you know, the normal, you know, scarring of craters on it. I'm like, where's the face? And she finally told me to look at it a certain way. And now I see it. And now I hate it. <laughs> now I hate it. We, not to, not to transgress too much, but you know what the rabbit on the moon now? No, see, I've always seen the crab on the moon. I've, I've, I, I've always seen a crab. That's what it's always looked to me. And then she told me how to look at it, and now I see it, and I'm done looking for shapes on the moon. <laughs> done, <looking. laughs> done. No more. <laughs> um, it's funny that you bring up like the face in the moon and all that, because that that always makes me think of old Hollywood and mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, the uh, trip to the moon where they shoot the rocket into the moon. 
Yeah. And oh, that, yeah. That, that just brings me to my what I saw over our hiatus, which was the Damien Chazelle film Babylon starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and a bunch of other people. Um, I told you guys a little bit about this and <laughs> my mixed feelings on it. Um, I don't think I like this movie. At the end of it, like I, I, I cannot say that I, I like this movie. I'm going to make you guys watch this movie because there are parts of it that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. but there's so much more of it that I did not like at all. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to like spoil my viewing mm-hmm. of it. But do your, does your dislike of it come down to the writing, the editing? Does it come down to the soundtrack? Does it come down to the story? I, I'm gonna. Uh, it comes down to. The there there are two things that I don't like about it. Uh-huh. One, there's a, a a scene at the beginning of the film that goes on for way too long and is very I don't want to say graphic, but very uh well, how do I how do I put this? I told you guys what the scene was. I, I know um, what the scene is. It oh. involves an elephant and an elephant doing something right onto a camera lens for way too long. That's how the film starts. I was warned about this before beforehand. Like somebody told me don't get food bef- and, and don't <laughs> eat until after the elephant. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh but I already had my food. So oh. Like, I didn't like that. The other thing the film does that I don't like is it, it has this message of the movies are important because they are for uh, everyday people to just escape. Like, you can go to the movie theaters. You can see a movie. Mm-hmm. It's for everyone. No, it's not like you have to pay. Like, like the Broadway's for rich people. Uh, but the movie movie theaters are for everyone. Like it, it's that, like that's the message. And they, they, they shove that down your throat, which is fine. And I got that. But at the end, they, they do a time jump. It's a few years later. One of the main characters goes to the theater and he's seeing stuff that he kind of lived out working in Hollywood on the big screen and singing in the rain. And then it just cuts to this montage of all the greatest moments in cinema history like to remind you how great it is to go to the movies. Oh my! And like, which is fine, but what took me out of it and made me furious is part of those clips was Avatar, and I'm like, if I wanted to see Avatar, I could have gone to the theater right next door to see Avatar. <laughs> Literally, I could hear it through the movie, <laughs> through the walls. But I'm like, three hours, and you're gonna add five minutes of this montage. So I was like, no, I'm just. I get what I get what you're trying to say, but it just wasn't for me. But there, there's some stuff there that I really did enjoy for the old Hollywood stuff and like behind the scenes of filmmaking. Um, but a lot of it just felt like a Stefan bit from SNL. Like, you know, how I would always list like weird things going on at the club. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of scenes like that in this, too. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I really have a hard time with that premise. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, the performances are good. Uh, yeah. Margot Robbie's great. Uh, Brad Pitt's good. Uh, Tobey Maguire's doing a weird thing, uh, but it's worth it. Um, yeah, I there 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 are aspects of this. Like, I really want to get your guys' take on it because 
Like I, I need some time to watch it again, and I'm not going to make you guys go to the theater to see it because it's a three hour long movie. Oh my gosh! Um, the other thing was like it was me and like a group of four people in the back of the theater seeing mm-hmm. this, and they're talking about how great it is to go to the movies and escape because it's it's an oasis away from mm-hmm. everyday life, and these people in their back just talking the whole oh. movie. I'm like, oh. but one so, of the reasons yeah. why a lot of people don't want to go to the movie theater anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I feel prepared for this, but I, I need some time. I don't want to watch okay. it tomorrow now. Oh yeah, no. Like I'm waiting to see what the, uh, what the Oscar nominations look like before I make my list of things that I'm making you guys watch. So, okay. so you, you've got some time, so, pr- but probably between now and March. Ugh, so it's coming. So, oh boy, it's coming. Oh boy, yeah. Like that elephant. All right, right. Oh, don't do that. Don't do <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. That's not what the elephant did. It's <laughs> not what the elephant did. And Alan shows up to eat a big old bowl of I'm refried sorry. beans in I'm the theater. S- I'm sorry, but that just, you know, like it just, <laughs> that joke just handed itself to me and I took it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm not going to be an elephant and I'm going to forget that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what'd you watch? Um, I watched The Pale Blue Eye, uh, which is a movie that is one of these like new Netflix originals. Because Netflix are popping these things out like once a month. Um, mm-hmm. It is a Scott uh, Cooper film. It stars uh, Christian Bale, Harry, the cousin from Harry Potter, um, oh. and, a, it's and a few other people. Uh, Harry Milling, Melling. Probably mm-hmm. butchering his name, but it's okay. Um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, yeah. It def uh, it definitely has a Sleepy Hollow vibe to it, um, which, given as many years as Sleepy Hollow came out, I feel like it's fine. Like it's not copying anything recent, really. The feel of it, anyway. Um, it's a detective story. Uh, it's set in like pre Civil War, after the American Revolution. Uh, I don't think they say West Point outright, but it pretty much takes place at West Point. Um, mm. And it's good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Kristen loved it up until the end. We have different opinions about the ending. <laughs> okay. um, but, I mean, if you like Sleepy Hollow, I recommend this. It's basically, if you were to make Sleepy Hollow, change the story a little bit um, and take the Tim Burtonness out of it. So, so there's so, no so, like magic or anything? No, no magic. It's okay. more of a serious uh it's more of a serious movie. Um that's what I mean about take like the Tim Burton Burtonness out of yeah. it. Like it's more dramatic uh than what Sleepy Hollow is. Um about that and you've got Christian Bale instead of um Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. So I mean y- 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 you've got that difference too, but yeah, um, it's it's uh, it's really good. Um, it one of the characters is a very young Edgar Allan Poe, uh, prior to him dropping out of West Point. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know okay. Poe went to West Point. I didn't know that. Yeah, he didn't finish. So my picture of Poe's life is that he was a depressed teen, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, he 
Edgar Allan Poe, for people who don't know, like Devin, who are learning this now, uh, was a very accomplished academic uh, kid and went to West Point. And I cannot remember if he was uh, let go or left on his own, because mm. those are two very different things. <laughs> I, I uh, heard yeah. he, uh, he failed like a research paper in college, though. Because his citation page was just uh, the Raven. <laughs> I knew you were going to get good. a joke in there about that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I know about the pale blue eye is that it it uh, has a cameo with uh, John Fetterman, the former lieutenant governor and current senator for Pennsylvania. Uh, Ryan, were you uh, able to catch his? I cameo? completely missed that. I don't even know what he. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I didn't even know he was in this. I you go didn't to his, even you go, see anyone that remotely even looked like him. He's in he's in the background, but if you go to his social media pages, there are pictures of him hanging out with uh Christian Bale on set. This so, is very funny. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, for anyone who's worried about like political stuff, like I live in Pennsylvania. He ran a campaign in Pennsylvania. I saw his campaign ads multiple times a day for months. And I didn't pick him up in this movie at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, he's a background actor, so he's yeah. not really yeah. in it. But, um, yeah. I, and it's I think very cool. I think it's shot in yeah. Pennsylvania. I think that's why he's in it. Like it shot out near. Uh, well, that would make Pittsburgh. sense because there are areas of Pennsylvania that look like the area that West Point is in, especially mm-hmm. back when this movie, uh, back when this. Uh, movie the year that this thing was happening. So we're talking. There we go. 1830s. Talking the 1830s here. Oh, wow. So there we go. Um, but yeah, I recommend it. I'm going to eventually do this for the show. Okay. Uh, after I get through the two. Um, after I get through the two Tom Hanks movies that I have to do with you guys. Okay. I can't wait. All right. <laughs> um, I think with that we should. Uh move on to today's main topic <laughs> so pleased um do i leave it there I, if the light wasn't hitting it as like it is i would leave it there the whole time but oh uh, yeah what if i do what if i do that there we go yep um yeah today we're talking about the 2022 film everything everywhere all at once directed by the daniels uh and stars michelle yo jamie lee curtis and short round uh or data <laughs> if you're a goonies fan uh Kehu Juan um, is his name. Um, but yeah, so this is a film that came out last year in the spring that I didn't get a chance to see in the theaters. Like I wanted to, like I went to the horrific hope film festival that was thrown by our friends at victims and villains early thinking that the theater would have it. So I could just catch a screening of this and they took it out to show the Nick Cage playing Nick Cage movie instead. And I was like, well, well, I'm not mad about that, but I already saw that. So I missed this in theaters. I did not see this until I bought it on Black Friday blind. Like my brother wow. saw this and he's like, you need to see this movie. Um, and I was like, I'll get I'll get to it when I get to it. And I got it on Blu-ray. Uh, I got a really cool Blu-ray case for it too. Um, I got I got the slip. Yeah, Ryan's got the Blu-ray. Wait, um, you have it too? Oh wow, that's so weird. <laughs> no, I lent it to him. He, that's my copy. 
Oh, and you have the slip of it. Oh, yeah. It's like I need something I behind put, me. No, I love that it's all the the eyes. That's very yeah. cool. Ryan was very confused when I handed it to him. He's like, this is not the art that I saw when I looked this up online. Yeah, because I just quickly Googled it and it just came up with like a picture of like the actress. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So, and then Alan hands me this cover and I'm like, ah, oh, great. This is going to be one of these movies. This is going to be one of these movies. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the film, it, it, it's about an aging Chinese immigrant who is swept up in an insane adventure in which she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Um, that's such a weird it. way to phrase it, but, but I, I, I don't know how you it describe works. it. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Um, I watched this and I was like, I need to watch this again. And luckily it's been playing on repeat on Showtime repeatedly. So I just go to Paramount plus and see what's on Showtime live. And it's like, okay, I'm going to watch a little bit of everything everywhere all at once. So I've seen it about maybe three or four times now, plus my <laughs> rewatch of this for, for the show. Um, I really enjoy this movie. There's a lot to talk about and I cannot wait to hear what you guys thought of everything everywhere all at once. So tell me everything right now, but one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can go ahead, Ryan. Okay, okay, I'll go. I mean, it, 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 it's got some great moments. Um, well, first off, I didn't even hear about this movie or know about it until Devin said that he watched it on the plane. Mm. And then that's when, like, the, I had no idea what you're talking about, so I had no basis for anything on this. And then Alan hands me this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, googly eyes okay put it in great moments terrific heart there are just mo there <laughs> there are moments in this where i got sucked in and then completely thrown out of the room and then sucked back in again and then thrown out again like it was like i couldn't just sit comfortably in the storyline and we'll get mm-hmm. into that okay so yeah. <laughs> now, Devin, did you say you saw this on a plane? I started watching it on a plane. I absolutely did. I So I ended up watching maybe the first, I'm going to call it 15, maybe 20, maybe 25-ish minutes. Not much of it at all. Just enough for them to get to the IRS building. Okay. And, and then I stopped watching it and ended up watching, I think, Nope um, after that. What made you not want to keep going with it at that point it i mean nope ended up being a slow burn too but i didn't understand how drastically the plot would accelerate past that point yeah i just thought okay well if it's going to be about this slow i'm on a plane i'm uncomfortable i need something that's going to be more like in your face and this movie at the 15 minute mark it seems like a very earnest you know, family going through financial struggles and I'm having a hard time focusing on it. And that, and and if I waited like three minutes, not even. Yeah. Not even like a minute after they get to the IRS, you have the elevator scene. Um, Okay. So what did you think watching it the whole way through? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely. I mean, so here's the deal. is a movie that has this many ideas and this many jumps and 
this much comedy in it, I feel like has no right to have this much pathos in it mm-hmm. and this much of like an emotional payoff at the end. And it it shocked me how much I like how much I connected with the characters despite what they were and how much they were changing, but also not changing at all. I thought that it did a lot to kind of break genre convention too, that I really, really liked. And I'm now mad at Marvel's multiverse. Okay. There's oh, a lot man. to talk about. There's a lot to talk That's about. That's something else I want to touch on too, the whole multiverse yeah. thing in this. Okay. Did, did well, is that a spoiler? Did I spoil something? No, I don't think I don't think you spoiled it. Because okay. I think a lot of the, the feedback I have gotten from this movie is this was the good multiverse movie that came out in twenty twenty two. Um, <laughs> and not that Doctor, not that I don't like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but yeah. it doesn't. It's not as fearless as this one is with exploring the multiverse. It plays it safe yes. for a Sam Raimi thing. Um, but yeah, let's talk. Let's talk multiverses and stuff. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Ryan, is this your first foray into multiverses? No, but I'm already burnt out on it. Okay. <laughs> because of this, did this movie burn you out on it? I mean, here's like, DC has multiverses. Mm-hmm. Marvel has multiverses. We've already had movies and storylines reverted and reset through time travel and multiverses. Mm-hmm. And this movie does it excellently, does it really well. I don't find any fault with how they did it and and how they went about it. But I feel like for me personally, this is that jump the shark moment for this type of like setup and storyline and everything else that goes with it. Because it's such a good comedy and it's such a good storyline and it has so much heart mm-hmm. that at this point, whenever the multiverse thing gets brought up, or alternate timelines get brought up. It's going to be one of those things where it's like anything going forward from now is just going to be like another multiverse movie, another time travel movie. They're doing this again. That's where I am at the moment. Okay. So time travel is a whole nother thing. Like that's never going away. Um, No, I know that. I'm just saying at this point that this whole like, because I put multiverse in like the same jar as like time travel. Okay. I mean, it's very—it's a very science fiction uh, aspect, like yeah. s- type of story. Um, because it's not even just Marvel and DC, but you've got Star Trek doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Star Wars came out and said that they're going to be doing it. They haven't said that officially, and I really hope they don't. Oh, you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, t- but technically, if you look at the extended universe as as part of the canon then yeah there is a a multiverse of a world where disney never bought star wars and then the like the stories that people love from the uh, what is now considered legends or something yeah it's what legends now legends yeah um devin what are your thoughts on multiverses yeah man if you're gonna do a multiverse give me weird and the more weird the better so like the best part about multiverse of madness for me was that multiverse like montage where they're like, well, we're going quick through all these multiverses. Yeah. Give me that. And that's what this movie did. And this movie got real weird with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. Like, if you're going to give me a multiverse, give me, are, are we doing spoilers at this point? Might as well. 
Okay, yeah, so spoiler alert. Look, if you're going to give me multiverses, yeah, a lot of them are just going to be rocks in an uninhabitable planet. That makes <laughs> sense. Give me that. Like, and give me that well done. Or, like, give me hot dog fingers and make no. me carom- No. Make... <laughs> Do not like hot dog fingers. I, that was one of those moments, like I said, that I got really into it, and then I just got oh thrown out to left field. No, well, like, can, can I, I say... Sorry, no. That part was probably directed by Quentin Tarantino because of the twist with hot dog fingers at the end. Oh, man. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Um, but you know, I loved it. And, like, give me that kind of stuff. Because, like, and then, like, one, there was, like, a frame where she was, like, you know, in a cartoon. They were drawings. They were pinatas. Yes. All of that. Yes. It, like, the more weird you get, the better. Yeah. And I think you have a lot more liberty to do that with something where, where it's an original character and an original story. Where it's, like, what Marvel and DC are doing with the multiverse is, <clears throat> hey, we have all of these actors who played these roles in things. Let's bring them back. And cash in on that. So that's why you're seeing Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up. You're seeing Hugh Jackman come back at, in Deadpool. You're seeing Michael Keaton come back in the, in the Flash. Like it's that's how they're treating the multiverse. Even on the CW shows, they brought back Brandon Routh and Tom Welling. I mean, you mm-hmm. you did Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I think for comic books, like that's just the natural. That's that's the part of the DNA of a, the comic book universe is, is the multiverse. So you can have all of those different stories exist and they can, you can have creators pick and choose what stories they want to tell and how they want to tell them. Uh, but here you have so much more Liberty to do whatever you want and tell a story with these new characters and this, like not being held back by the canon of a Marvel hero or villain or storyline. Um, have you guys heard of the Daniels before? Yes. No. Yes, I have. Can I give a, a hint to, to Devin, Alan? Sure. Please. Okay. I won't Google. I'm not, I'm not. What movie ready. had a farting zombie? Was it Dead Snow? That involved a member from the Harry Potter movie circus circus as an all of, you know, yeah. like the whole, is this Swiss army man? Yeah. Yeah. There's Swiss army man. Yeah. Oh, no way. Okay. Have I'm you seen sorry, Swiss army really man? <laughs> I have. I like that movie a lot. Have we all seen it? I have not. Okay, I have well. not either, but oh, I know about the... the character. So no, it's on the list. I love both of those actors a lot. Yeah. It's, it's on the list. I just really wanted to say the word farting zombie so much. Hey. I was just waiting for this. Man, you <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we want to talk about with this? Like, Where do you guys want to start? Hmm. Well, since, since we just talked about a lot about multiverses, was there yeah. one multiverse that stuck stood out to you guys as the most interesting? I'd have to say the one where she's the actress. Okay. Mainly because of the conversation during towards the end, she has a conversation to kind of like reconcile with her husband. And there's a few different multiverses they jump through during that whole sequence. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the specific things that we're talking about, about, you know, uh, 
about their relationship when they were in that world where they were mm-hmm. talking in the alley, I liked the most. So I would have yeah. to say that one. Well, I mean, that one definitely did a lot of like emotional payoff, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like emotional heavy lifting for it. And this is going to sound like a cop out answer, but it's totally not. I loved Hot Dog Fingers. And not just for the sheer shock of Hot Dog Fingers, but I like what it did to Jamie Lee Curtis and her characters a lot. Where, like, like it showed, like, literally, like, a whole different life for the two of them. And I thought that was very cool, and it allowed you to bridge that gap between, here's this awful, awful woman that we met in the beginning of the movie. To, no, she just wants to be loved. Like, that's all she really wants. And, like, yeah. that had... They made they made hot dog fingers have an emotional payoff. Dang it, I'm mad about it. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, my like thing about the payoff was that originally when they went to like the movie star world or yeah. multiverse, and that's where she gets her like fighting abilities from. Yeah, and then to eventually connect that to part of her like saving her relationship with her husband like it was mm-hmm. twofold we were like yeah, yeah it was on the front end it was for the spectacle of the movie and then on the other end it was like well this is for the heart of the movie and that's why i really like that one the hot dog finger thing was just so <laughs> disgusting i don't know how else to describe it like where was the ketchup and mustard coming from from those people in the movie they were watching like it almost looked like it was like a bodily function that mustard and ketchup just started to like salivate out of their mouths what if that's how it works in in yeah fingers land that I mean... I'm, I'm sorry but no i've never been someone to like judge based on physical appearance but yeah no that no um <laughs> no well you you understand the concept of a multiverse Right, Ryan? I I do, but it also, in my mind, I'm sorry, this is where my mind breaks. It needs to be, like, I'm fine with them being pinatas, okay? Okay. My break on the multiverses they did, I I love the rocks. I love the storyline with the rocks. I love the conversation they had, but the rocks, no. Hot dog fingers, no. The cartoon drawing, no. Oh, no. I, I I'm like, it's I. The pinatas no like taking even just the, the thinking about it no like it's I get that it's supposed to be in a infinite amount of possibilities yes. like that's the whole thing about the whole the, the like infinity and the multiverse like any possibility you can think of is happening. Mm-hmm. Got it, but. In my mind, my mind stops understanding when it breaks, like, just, what do we know about biology? I mean, come on, they're people. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but no, I, I do not believe that there's a multiverse where we're sitting here and we all have, like, sheet cake as heads that we can actually eat. No. Now I'm just, now I'm just hungry. Yeah, um, you, that's fine, but so- do you, but okay uh, okay no i mean it, it does get very abstract like it's yeah and i think a lot of that is just for the style of the film and it it works for me like it, it's a fun adventure like if the multiverse does exist i don't think it's to that degree but sure <laughs> why not um what but was I'm, your favorite alan oh is this a hard one? What 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 it, it it well you guys took the good ones. 
Um, <laughs> I think what my favorite thought, like my favorite alternate universe is the one that they end up in because at the end of the movie, their universe is gone. Mm-hmm. Like their universe is destroyed and they're living in this alternate timeline where they just left the IRS. Like, th- like that just baffles my brain. Like, like everything is the same except for that one detail where she doesn't punch the IRS lady. Cause yeah, everything, I, everything else I, yeah. is the same. Like, like up to that point, everything else stayed the same. So and that just wrinkles my brain thinking about it. Um, <laughs> If I, had to pick a, cool. if I had to pick a different answer, um, I don't have one. So I mean, I was going to say, so to jump topics, my favorite yeah. character in this whole movie mm-hmm. is Raccoonie. Raccoonie? Yeah. Raccoonie. As, as soon as that came on screen, I was like, I'm making the guys watch this. Like, oh my gosh, no doubt I, in my mind. Oh. It was I mean, such a good bit. I thought the joke that like she was convinced that it was a raccoon and not a rat. Like I thought that conversation was hysterical to begin with, mm-hmm. and then they and actually then... followed through on it. <laughs> yeah, that was a pleasant surprise for me because I didn't. I tried to avoid as much about this movie as possible, so that was a pleasant surprise. I mean, all of this movie was a surprise beyond the IRS scene for me. So the one thing then, if Ryan, you you don't love the weirdness of all of this or some of the weirder things kind of took you out of it. How did you feel about essentially the big bad of it all being in everything bagel? I mean, but like in at that point I was bagel. burned out at that <laughs> point. I was burned out on it that I was just like, whatever. But I mean, so to give you an idea of what I mean, specifically of like the little things that, that would like draw me in, throw me out, draw me back in, yeah. throw me out. And that like back and forth I was doing. The reveal that, you know, the, 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 the reveal that it's her daughter mm-hmm. in all these multiverses that's, like, chasing her. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she can, like, change her clothes, change her weapons, just, be, like, thinking, doing because of her abilities and being able to bring things in and out of where whatever she is. I'm fine with that. As an example, she's wearing the golfing outfit. Mm-hmm. Walks yeah. up to her. <clears throat> she walks up to her mom. And they start doing cartoon noises. When she throws her hat. Yeah. And it's the, like, wee bonk of, uh-huh. you know, like, classic, you know, uh, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit, like, s- sound effects. At that point, things were silly, but they weren't that silly yet. And I'm like, oh, come on, why? Why what? do this? And then, and then it would go forward a little bit. And then that storyline, like, two minutes later, be drawn back in again. And then three minutes later, something else would happen that would throw me out of it again. And yeah, that's I, where, yeah. Yeah, I, I think when you have the villain reveal, that's where things get taken up to 11. And, like, that's why you have the sound effects and you have the diff. Like, that's where the, the multiverse stuff really go starts going insane. And yeah. the movie just stops, starts breaking all of the rules. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. When I, when I saw that the bad guy or the big bad thing was in everything, Bagel, but, like, in everything bagel i like i was like so clever it's so clever and i love it so the only marketing i really saw for this was Mm -hmm. the her singing sucked into a bagel and i was like (laughs) i don't know what that means but i'm in like 
Did it freak you out? Like, how, how did you feel with the everything Bagel Allen? I, I like the way she described it. Like, I, I tried to put everything together to see if <clears throat> this would stop me, and it didn't. Um, because like the whole speech about when you put everything on a bagel, like it, like I don't know what it is about movie monologues that have to do with breakfast foods, but it's like <laughs> this one, and then the knives out. There's a hole in the center of the donut, but the donut is actually a donut. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like I, I just like I really enjoyed it because it's it has to deal with like what their relationship is in that universe that she's from, like throwing everything at her and then it breaks her. So she throws everything at this bagel and it breaks everything (laughs) everywhere all at once. (laughs) Um, So hold on. That brings me then to the villain's motivation. What did you guys think about that? Cause this is another part of the movie I thought was very clever where like this wasn't a revenge plot. Like I thought it was going to be. You found out, like, later she reveals why she's chasing her mom and why she's so bent on getting her mom to experience what she's experiencing. And I thought that was really clever. Did you guys like that? Like, Ryan, did that draw you back in? Yeah, that was one of those moments that I really liked. I mean, Mm -hmm. at that point, like I said, I think I was so, like, used to being, like, the tug and forth, like, Mm -hmm. the tug of war back and forth that I was fine at that point. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, no, that's where, again, this being an original storyline, an original thought. I mean, this is a rarity. It's an original movie nowadays. Yay, it happened. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, I definitely like that direction. Like, it wasn't a revenge. It wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't her going, I never wanted to turn out like you or you didn't treat me right. So, you know, I'm gonna do this to you to get my revenge. It's you don't understand what I'm feeling. So this is the only thing I can think of to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And it's more of like wanting to be understood and not wanting revenge. And that's what I like. That's I love the ending of this. Yeah. Um, So I watching this for the show, I watched it a little bit differently. I watched it with headphones and I picked up so much I didn't pick up on before. Um, which, like, at one point... So the scene where she's fighting Jamie Lee Curtis and she's trying to get her to, to change by saying I love you. Like, they, they're playing Claire de Lune a, for a lot of that sequence. And, like, when she's saying it and, like, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, co- going in slow motion, the, the score is Claire de Lune, but it's just... Uh, the musical like the music is just them saying i love you i love you like it's just wow. them saying it. i was like i didn't pick up on that the first time the other thing that i i didn't pick up on how much it's used was your clothes never wear as well the next day and your hair never falls in quite the same way what is that from do you know that yeah i do who sings that ryan do you know this one it, it at the moment my brain i, I can't think of it right Devin, now. I can it's, tell you, you absolutely know this. Yeah, it's it, Story of a Girl. It's a song. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know who is. Uh, is it Nine Days? Is that the yeah. band name? Nine Days. Ew. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't realize how often that song is in this movie. Because not only does he say that to describe what it, what's been going on in their universe, that things are changing. Um, but... Like the the first scene where you cut to them in the parking lot of the IRS 
it's playing on the radio in the car. Um, there's some more examples here. Uh, they do different versions of it. She cried um, and destroyed the whole world. Yeah, it's pretty much what Yeah, happened. and if you look at the lyrics, like it, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty spot on. Um, I don't want to see an ad right now. Come on. I I love the idea that like the writers were just sitting around and they're like, yo, what if this song was a movie? Let's just do it. There were there were altered lyrics that I'm not going to say on on our stream right now, oh, but uh, I will send <laughs> them are, to you guys. We are explicit on Apple Podcasts, yeah, so. but not on YouTube. So, oh um, right, fair. <laughs> but I will send them to you guys. But there's a country version that's used, um, mm. it, and it shows up multiple times in the movie in the background. I'm like, that's fantastic. Uh, so I highly recommend watching this movie with headphones just because one, the sound designs are great. Like there are great moments of like, technically I love everything about this film uh, from mm. the, the, the sound design. The cinematography is great. There's a great shot of like, I complained a lot about Babylon doing like stuff, just hitting the lens and staying there. There's a shot when he's doing the paper cuts between his fingers where blood splatters under the lens but it's for like a split second and then it moves on. It doesn't just keep shooting blood at the lens and letting like blood spots stay there the whole time. Uh, that's, that's a great sequence. And then a lot of the, the, some of the stuff they do with lighting with the shots of their faces and the, the, the multicolored lights moving around them, I think was very clever and re- like something I kind of want to recreate <laughs> Like, cause oh, it's okay. so, it looks so cool and it's, it works so well for, for me that I've really enjoyed the, the look and feel of this film. Yeah. It, it, the look and feel in the film definitely clicked for me. I, I guess more after the, the IRS scene. I mean, beforehand I was like, oh, I didn't realize this, this film's like, so, you know, so flat and so not well paced, but I just well, didn't have. You know, I had the attention span of a two-year-old at that point. Well, so, yeah. So, you're watching it on a, a plane. I'm assuming it's a small screen. Yeah. it's a, The one thing yeah. in the scenes that you saw was, like, super tiny on the on the screen anyway, which yeah, is him in the background. So, I could see you being confused about what is actually happening. Yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's exactly what it was. And I'm glad I gave it a second shot. And I'm glad I watched it on a bigger screen for the first time, like, all the way through. Yeah. You watched it on your phone this time, didn't you? <laughs> no, I watched it in the living room. Actually, can we can we talk about how I watched it? Because yes. I have I have a genuine question about a a character moment that I know that they resolved, but I I must have been too dumb to resolve it. So it's interesting the way that I watched this movie. I watched it in the living room and I watched it with my mom because she's here because I've been sick and she's here to help out. Uh, which is amazing. So there was a moment when they were drawing a parallel between the dad letting her leave for America and maybe 20 minutes earlier in the film, she goes, how could you have just let me leave like that? And then the daughter was about to leave and was essentially putting the mom in the same position as the dad. And that whole, like, how could you just let me leave like that moment? And I want to tell you that bit hit real hard sitting in a room next to my mom in a different country. That moment hit real hard. How did they resolve that? What was her character arc there? I think it was more, how did you let me go and then just cut me off completely? 
It was more that aspect. It not was just more the that yeah. aspect of leaving. Okay. Because, because that hit home for me too, because of stuff that I've dealt with in my family. Yeah. Like the whole, like just like that whole thing hit close for, to home. So I think that's like, I don't think it's why did you just let me leave? It's like, why did you let me leave and let me go? Like cut, cut me, me off. off. I think that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, they were. That's how I took it initially. And mm-hmm. again, even there were other aspects to their relationship that I extremely latched onto. Um, that they talked about around the same time. But yeah, no, it, it, it's and this gets to the point where, like, out of all the silliness of this movie, at the same time, like there there is a real emotional drama going on. That is one of the best I've seen from any newer movie recently. I mean, you're right. Like, there are parts that hit me hard in this movie. And we're like, that's a better representation of this feeling than I think I've seen in a while. And that's (laughs) obscene for a movie that has Rakakuni and Sausage Fingers. But at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, it's, it's a movie from A24. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say, Sausage Fingers is Tom Green. This is Hot Dog Fingers. I, I, Remember I, that. Ew. Oh, ew, 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 ew. Yep, okay, sorry. Um, I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> not all, like, I, we, I'm glad we focused so much on the Hot Dog Fingers and not the um, not the use of sex toys as weapons. <laughs> oh, so now, th- so, now th- so now that that got brought up. Uh, I, wasn't, so, I was trying to bring it up so we could move on. No, Ryan, sorry. Ryan um, the context of all of that's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I just wanted to make Alan sweat a second. My, I just no, wanted my, to make my one of my favorite moments of the film though is when she's fighting the one guy, and the other one just comes out of nowhere, jumps in the air to land on the one, and it's like. <laughs> Oh, we're talking like, about those. No, I no, thought we yeah. were talking about her like nunchucks that she was fighting with. Also I mean, those those two, those two, those. Those two. yeah. Uh, so there was enough in the movie. I have um, to admit, yeah. Those I rolled my eyes once during this movie, mm-hmm. and it was when they were sitting there at the IRS, and she points back to her trophies, <laughs> and as soon as I saw them. I was like, oh, no, 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 they didn't. They're not going to do this, are they? And of course they do. Because mm-hmm. <sighs> they look like something, the trophies. they look. Yes. Like- they oh, do. obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I was uh, like, of course the IRS would hand out those as trophies. Yeah. And if they don't, I love the commentary. And, and sadly, they think they are. And sadly, they're not sponsoring the show, so they're not going to get our plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> out of here, IRS. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about about this? Because I, I could go on for a while, but I, I'm getting tired. So it's about time yeah, to wrap no. this up. I understand. Um, no, it was just even though, like I said, I kind of complained about it a little bit. It's a good movie. It's definitely original. It's extremely creative. Um, and it did freak. It did fake me out because I did grab my phone. I'm thinking, this movie can't be over yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I grab my phone, works. and I'm like, yeah, no, this movie's not... This movie's nowhere near done yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's... I recommend it, even with the things I was saying before. So, 
I mean, I think okay. one of my my favorite things about the movie is there is a montage where she's like fighting people, but she's fighting them with kindness. Oh, and I love that. I I absolutely I love that. I don't think anything like that's been done in enough movies lately, and I think that's so great. Like, give me more of that, please. I mean, there were certain aspects of that I probably could have done with less of, but um, or certain specific people's things that she needs to heal about them that I could have done with less of, but. Honestly, I just I love the idea of like let's get over this by like helping you, mm-hmm. and and yeah, that's mm, ten out of ten. Well done, dang it, movie. Yeah, I think that about does it for our show this week. Um, cool. Next week's pick is going to be Ryan's. Ryan, Ryan, what are you going to have us watch? Oh, uh, we're going from a comedy. Uh, that is genre breaking um, to something that's really depressing. Well, hold, hold on a second. Would yeah. you do you ca- classify this as a comedy? Uh, that's because a good question. I don't oh, know 100%. if I do. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. All of the humor in this, <laughs> all of the jokes in this. This is a, this is like I said. It's genre breaking. So yes, yeah. it's not just a comedy. It's other things. It's also a dramatic drama. It's also a sci-fi movie. Um, there's a lot of things in this, but I, I definitely put this one of the categories that this fits into is comedy. Yeah, no, it does. But I don't know if that's the first. Like I would call it more of a dramedy than a comedy, because the drama is there too, and there is like. I don't consider dramedies a real word, but it is. So we're moving on. Um, I'm not dealing with my issues with the movie industry and they're making it's up not, fun words. It's so. not just the movie industry though. That's literature. Like there's comedies with draw. Like it's, it's a, it's not just movies that say that, but then that whole thing they're wrong too. So I'm just going to be wrong. It is a lot more than a comedy. It is, but I like to refer it that way because that's how I see it. Um, but all quiet on the Western front, Devin. I was not aware this is a remake of a book. Is of a book? Okay, well, it's a yeah, book. It's a first. remake. Of, it was a book first, and a movie, and then another movie. Yeah. Okay. So it is a foreign. Uh, it's a foreign film. Uh, the one that came out in uh, this past year. I there has been a lot of World War One movies that have come out recently, and there hasn't been a lot of them. And there's a lot of them coming out now. And this one is one of I would say it's probably in my top ten favorite war movies that have come out ever that I've seen. It's squarely in like the seven to four range because I haven't really placed them all yet, but that's where it would go. Um, and I really. I think it has a great message and I think you guys should see it. So I'm going to go that direction with this. All right. I'm excited. Cool. And then, uh, Devin, you're the following week, which is also our birthday week. So don't, don't mess up. I won't, I won't, <laughs> yeah. man. I got, I, I won't um, tell you what it is, but man, we got a good one. All right. Well, until next time, uh, make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> If you haven't yet, head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. You can catch up on all older episodes of our video podcasts there. You can also listen to our older podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we Podcasts are usually up the next day after our live streams. Um, and until next time, for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we will see you next week.